I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. What most people are used to is a mediocre solution that kind of they think might give them an edge. This is not that. This is a actual, extremely powerful solution that gives you the edge. That's what nootropics can do for you when they're customized to your body and physiology and neurology. And over time, it doesn't necessarily happen instantaneously, although I guarantee that our nootropics are powerful enough that the first time you take them, you'll feel them. You can suddenly get into that state. You can burn that neural pathway in so that it's just, it's concrete and you can go there. The moment you need to do something, you can go into that state and you can perform with or without the nootropic over wow. time. That, everyone, is Mark Effinger, also known as Mr. Newts. And listen to this. Neuroscience, nootropics, biochemistry, life sciences, marketing startups, venture capital, social media, online technologies. This guy's resume is absolutely incredible. And in this conversation, we talk about the power of powerful nootropics. Mark started Newtopia years and years ago and has gone through over 3,000 iterations of different stacks of nootropic compounds and molecules before he even sent the first one off. This guy is a powerhouse, a juggernaut. And in this episode, we talk about how taking Newtopia products can create new neural pathways that you can use without the nootropics over time. We talk about how to improve your brain forever. We talk about we talk about how the early use of Ritalin and Adderall in children affects their brain negatively for the rest of their life. We talk about why the brain and the body matter to your personal evolution and how you can become limitless. This is a very long, very detailed episode that you are going to absolutely love. You can go and take advantage of a one-year money-back guarantee if you go to newtopia.com forward slash collagenius, like collagen and genius combined, collagenius. And if you use the code OPP10, you'll get 10% off. We talk about all of these incredible nootropics that Mark has created that have really up-leveled a lot of people in the biohacking community, professional athletes, et cetera, et cetera. I'm still talking because this episode is absolutely packed with inspirational information that I know you're going to love and enjoy. I've been taking some of their products for the last couple of weeks, and uh, they've got great names, and they are strong, very strong nootropics that are going to help your brain work better so that you can live at your optimal level. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado... Mark Effinger, Mr. Newts. I'm here with Mr. Newts, Mark Effinger from Newtopia. Mark, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you so much, Sean. Really glad to be here, man. I, I have to know, and I used to ask this question of every guest, and it used to be the very first question that I asked, but what are you on right now? <laughs> That's so good. By the way, we do this. Um, we have a, a couple of corporate meetings a couple times a month. And we started, I think, all the same page meeting. That's exactly how we start. What do you want, bro? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so it's a fun question, right? Because you're like, ooh, I'm on a lot of things. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it was funny is that right now we're doing uh in fact, we're diving into you know what grass formulations are, right? Um I, right? I don't, I actually don't. General generally recognized as safe by the FDA. So, right? So gotcha. like natural stacks, right? Is yep. a, a grass formulation. So um, we have been working with our, our solutions and making them, here's, I don't know, I, I, let's go off on a tributary for a moment. Let's go. So, <laughs> um, so one of the challenges when creating novel compounds and novel 
products stacks is that um as you as you push the edge of science and technology and extraction technology and raw ingredients and grow technologies all of these you end up pushing against um what the fda considers either safe or interesting or they have a more critical eye and i've been in this business now for going on 16 years and during that period what's happened is as we push that line they come up to the line and go you know what we think that that's too effective uh-huh. or we will have a we will have a um a big pharma company come to us and go uh uh that acts too much like what we do and so right so we struggle with that and so anyhow so what i'm on today what i'm on today i'm on i'm on a, a thing called brain flow which is a very gentle dopaminergic solution. It's a capsule within a capsule um, surrounded by uh, by a really valuable oil or, or a selection of oils. And then I'm on a um, what's called an upbeat, which is a high serotonergic solution that I use as a mood enhancer. Mm. So awesome. yeah. Very and cool. We're, and, and so right and right now we're what we're doing is the, where the grass thing came in is I've got my assistant chastity over here who is our queen of flavor. And also she's really great at doing very, very specific, like 0.001 microgram um, and seeing the fluctuations as we do tests on them for how they affect the body and and the mind. So she's been cooking up a bunch of stuff and then gets into these really cool, she goes into kind of a Zen mode and starts flavoring with these natural flavors. And it's just super cool to watch and really great that I get to be the tester. So, yeah, that's a fun gig unto itself. Um, you know, any, any and every biohacker that's listening right now is like, well, I want to try what this African blueberry tastes like. I want to see, you know, I want to, I want to know what that's, what that's like. I I definitely want to get into R and D because I I am super curious, you know, what, what you just said there about, you know, testing these, you know, 0.1 microgram of this, you know, obscure ingredient, and testing its effects. And I do want to get there because I'm super fascinated by that process, but I, I I want to start maybe perhaps more broadly because, you know, I have this, I have the suspicion that we're maybe stupider than our grandparents were. And, and, and I, and I think that there are probably explanations or justifications or, or maybe even excuses to why that is, but, but I literally have question one, are we dumber than our grandparents? Are we Mark? If I had to give an answer, absolutely. The The big challenge is, one, we're living in a toxic environment. We're under an incredible amount of stress, but we don't have the kind of normal physical outlets that our, that our grandparents had, right? They lived in a physical world. They, they worked in a physical world. They, they moved things around. You know, at that point, we were a mechanistic society where we actually made stuff and we worked at, you know, with machines and we, we plowed fields. I, I live um, on the Mississippi River, in Iowa. So I'm surrounded by these farmers and farmland. And, um, and so that that's both sides of it. We've got these hardworking, right? Salt of the earth people, and we have toxic soil and toxic land and toxic rivers. And you and I are, are, we fight that. I mean, we, we have to diligently, you know, we have to be on alert, which of course is also a stressor, um, to the foods we eat. And, and this is near and dear to my heart. Nootropics have been a part of my life. They've helped me start companies and be a better dad and solve complex problems. You know, I think that, that a lot of people listening, uh, you know, have, have tried lots of different, you know, red liquids or capsules or, 
you know, I, I started with, you know, um, uh, Modafinil and we thought, well, this is, this is, this is really great. I don't like yeah. that. I'm chewing, you know, my jaw is turning to dust because I'm clinching it so, so tightly, but I, I have, I have benefited personally from, from nootropics and, and herbals extracts and so forth for, for such a long time. But the, the customization of it, that part of it is, is really, really critical because you're kind of shooting, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of throwing darts in the dark. If, if you're experimenting with these compounds, you don't know which ones are going to work and you don't know which neurochemicals you are dominant or deficient in. And that's, that's a big deal. And, and so to see that you guys have done, um, you know, on the homepage, you know, that very short questionnaire that says, okay, where, which neurochemicals are you dominant in? Which ones are you insufficient in? And how do we fuel those to make you, Sean, you the best person that you can be the, a better thinker, more pleasant to be around? Uh, it's, it's just a, it's just a fascinating process. Like, um, I'm, I'm curious, let's start with the neurochemicals because I assume, I sort of suspect that my neurochemistry has changed over time and maybe it's the psychedelics, maybe it's age, maybe it's hormones, maybe it's just temperament or spiritual growth. I don't, you know, speculate. Do we know whether or not our neurochemicals are dominant neurochemicals and insufficient neurochemicals? Do we know if that changes over time with age or et cetera? Absolutely. Um, a huge part of it is gut microbiome and a, a, a not secondary part. And to a certain extent, almost primary, once you get past the age of 30 to 34 is hormone levels. So when you, when you have those two pieces, right, you've got your long-term microbiome, which is creation, as you well know, serotonin, uh, 90 plus percent is created in the gut. And then the rest is signaled from the vagal nerve in the, into the brain. Um, that's going to change over time, especially as our diets change, as the quality of our food changes, as we decide to go ketogenic or other factors, we use those factors, that's going to make a, a profound difference in that. And then age, I'm 61. And so my, um, I have to, I keep a very eagle eye on my hormone levels, especially testosterone. Um, I, when I was bodybuilding back in 1983, uh, 84, 85, um, my testosterone levels were around 750 combined. I run, I idle at 750 now mm. at 61. So, um, so those are key factors. And if you do not, if you don't manage those, and what I mean by manage isn't necessarily exogenous solutions to it. Um, a lot of it is internal, um, but a lot of it is finding um, things that potentiate your body's own ability to produce very specific um, nutrients and um, the enzymatic processes that your your body goes through to create the critical neurotransmitters. And then the signaling molecules that basically call those neurotransmitters to action. Um, and when you start managing those and you start optimizing them, you can you can make such a radical difference in the way your your mind and body respond that you can almost become a brand new person or brand yeah. new mind is right as yeah. Rick Kurzweil might say. This week's episode is brought to you by BioPro Plus. I cannot tell you how much this product has changed my life and so many of the lives of my clients and you listeners. It's also saved my butt during 75 hard these last three weeks. 
BioPro Plus is the faster, easier, and safer non-synthetic alternative to painful, expensive, and invasive anti-aging and hormone treatments. Before you do TRT, before you start taking a bunch of herbs that may not make you feel the way that you want to feel, you should try this. You can go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. You know, you know that a sponsor is a hit when people who have purchased it reach out to me and say, holy cow, Sean, I tried this and it's amazing. It's blowing my mind. It makes me better at everything that I do. I love having sponsors like this that really make a difference in people's lives. And this product is, it's absolutely incredible. It's growth factors and amino acids that will help you improve your hormones, become better at everything that you want to do. So go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. Do we know if that changes over time with age or et cetera? Absolutely. Um, a huge part of it is gut microbiome and a, a, a not secondary part. And to a certain extent, almost primary, once you get past the age of 30 to 34 is hormone levels. So when you, when you have those two pieces, right, you've got your long-term microbiome, which is creation, as you well know, serotonin, uh, 90 plus percent is created in the gut. And then the rest is signaled from the vagal nerve in the, into the brain. Um, that's going to change over time, especially as our diets change, as the quality of our food changes, as we decide to go ketogenic or other factors, we use those factors. That's going to make a, a profound difference in that. And then age, I'm 61 and so my, um, I have to, I keep a very eagle eye on my hormone levels, especially testosterone. Um, I, when I was bodybuilding back in 1983, uh, 84, 85, um, my testosterone levels were around 750 combined. I run, I idle at 750 now hmm. at 61. So, um, so those are key factors. And if you do not, if you don't manage those, and what would be my manage isn't necessarily exogenous solutions to it. Um, a lot of it is internal, um, but a lot of it is finding um, things that potentiate your body's own ability to produce very specific um, nutrients and um, the enzymatic processes that your, your body goes through to create the critical neurotransmitters. And then the signaling molecules that basically call those neurotransmitters to action. Um, and when you start managing those and you start optimizing them, you can, you can make such a radical difference in the way your, your mind and body respond that you can almost become a brand new person or brand yeah. new mind is right. As yeah. Ray Kurzweil might say. <laughs> yeah. That that's, that's an interesting point because, you know, in the work that I do with, with, with my clients and, you know, just from hearing people, you know, share their stories year after year is, I think that hormones and our neurochemistry is the type of thing that you don't really know that it's fallen off the cliff. You know, you can see, like, you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, dude, I'm getting fat. I need to make some changes. Or you break out and you say, man, my skin is rough. I need to make some changes. But when it comes to yeah. your cognitive performance, you pro it, it may be years or decades before you realize, man, my brain is just not working the way that I want it to, the way that I should. And then when you introduce these products that, you know, make you have focus longer, remember better, 
calm yourself in stressful moments. You, you, you like, oh my God, I can't believe that I lived like that for 10 years. Like maybe, maybe share, maybe share your personal thoughts on that and what, what people who've, who've been taking your products say about this, like this shift. Well, I, you know, my first, um, outside of, uh, so I, again, I worked with the founder of Century 21 building software for helping people uh, manage cognitive processes and increase their, um, essentially increase their lateral thinking capacity, their creative thinking. So left, right hemisphere, crosstalk, improving that, and then helping people to understand how the brain thinks creatively so that they can get out of their own um, their own executive processes that are freezing them from going, oh, but what about that? Or what about that? So, but one of the, one of the most, one of the most devastating things that I experienced, um, my mother passed away um, about a year ago. And when she passed away, really incredible woman, um, she'd been driving one of those big, like, you know, the big uh, provost type uh, motor homes around the country for years, just years. She, that was, she dug that. It was a community she loved. Um, she was like a rock star in the industry, you know, in her, in her market. And she had a blast doing it. The challenge was, is I, I noticed at first when she would come to my neighborhood, Vancouver, Washington, you know that. Um, and so she would come to uh, one of these really nice places to park her machine and, and just chill for about three months with her grandkids and her kids and stuff. And I noticed that she started repeating stories about every 15 to 20 minutes. Mm. So I'm like, okay, that was the same story she just told me. She's doing a very good job of recollecting the details, but she doesn't realize that she just shared that. As as her cognitive processes start to started to decline even further, eventually she was doing about three minutes between them. Mm. So we don't notice, Marsh Fisher, we, we don't notice when these things are happening necessarily in real time. It's a frog boiling type of thing. Right. As you get acclimated, I mean, you say, ah, I got, I'm having a senior moment or I forgot my keys or whatever. Um, but there are absolute ways to reverse that process and actually get ahead of it. And the other is <clears throat> like for me, where I'm, I'm clearly the poster child for ADHD <laughs> is I, you know, <laughs> right. So it's right over there. Um, Kind of, kind of like you know. Here's here's the poster child for um for like all things awesome. Yeah, uh, Andrew Huberman. Um, yeah, and, you know. And so, how do you control that? Well, there's a there's a lot of things you can do. Like I I studied neuro linguistic programming mm -hmm. in order to to understand how to do an anchor and how to use an anchor and a physical sound and a and a physical feeling in order to get myself back on task. And a, and a, a mantra. You know, my mantra was. Um, complete the cycle. So mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of something, I'm in the middle of something else, I'm in the middle of something else. And then it was looking at those going, complete the cycle. Or I had a best friend. I have a, a, a good friend, uh, Eric Kinney, a technology guy that we would start companies together. And I would go over to his house in the evening and we would go through a bunch of ideas and he would go like this every time I had an incomplete idea that mm -hmm. we were working on and we'd gone off to another tribute. Once he got to 10, he goes, stop. And then he would go and he would finish them for me. You go, okay, what about this? What about this? And we would just go through them and finish. So he was my, my, you know, physical organizer. When, when cognitive performance issues start arising, which can be the latency between when you have, when you're thinking of something you want to, you want to recall 
and that delay before, before the recall, before the information comes to you, or you have to go through a series of kind of cognitive recall events to get to the thing that you're trying to remember. Mm -hmm. Those are, those are real indicators that maybe there's some cognitive, you know, degradation occurring. And it's probably a good time to start grabbing things that are going to increase that, enhance that, and then also start looking at the the ancillary issues like are you breathing enough are you taking enough deep breaths are you exercising at a level that makes that's going to make a meaningful difference to your you know physiology cardiology and neurology um are you are you having you know are you eating well are you sleeping well sleep is so critical yeah people dismiss it and those of us that have done high-tech businesses especially internet technology or programming software you know, we were used to working until two or three in the morning, you know, um, uh, crashing a little for a few hours, getting up, jonesing ourselves on caffeine and then going at it again. And then maybe taking a cat nap in the afternoon and going at it again. But over time, that stuff's going to catch up with you. The detritus that starts to build in your mitochondria start to create problems. And then as your liver starts to, you know, have stress on it and you start to get any beta amyloid proteins they now find are are liver derived not necessarily brain derived they're they just show up there as a byproduct of our liver starting to fail but um anyhow yeah it's really really critical we've had sean we've had clients that have had such profound impact from um one knowing that you can knowing that you have control of these aspects of our cognitive performance and also understanding that when you start working on your mental states and you start really getting aware of how to how to you know optimize them is it can make such a profound change in somebody's life in their relationships in the amount of connection they have with their with their significant others um, with the way that they treat people with the way that they work with people and every aspect of their lives suddenly becomes amplified in a positive way so yeah, I I totally agree. And and what you know you can you can sort of amplify this this crush it culture. Let's get shit done. Let's be prolific. Let's you know, let's be great. Let's make a bunch of money. Let's you know, and that's and that's great. But I think for the average person, just feeling satisfied with your life is such a fundamental thing and in order to have that satisfaction you have to have your mental faculties. You have to be able to think clearly. You have to be able to relax effectively. You have to be able, you know, to remember the name of the person that you just met a moment ago. It's, and you know, much like the need for glasses, it's just sort of a progressive degradation of your eyesight and it gets worse and worse and worse. You keep ignoring it, ignoring it. And then you put a pair of glasses on and you can see everything clearly. And it's like, (laughs) oh my God, I cannot believe that I lived like that for such a long time. And I think that I think that nootropics are are still like you and I think they're cool and you and I have been tinkering around, but still most people have no idea that they could be taking a daily supplement for even a specific task that they're doing and dramatically change the way that their brain works and improve it in such a profound way. Like what 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 do you think is like do you agree with me do you think that that we are absolutely way ahead 10 years 20 years before it reaches um, 
cultural awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and and the and the the challenge and the opportunity for us is that these technologies, these breakthrough technologies in plant extracts and um, and potentiation of molecules through bonding and through just uh, you know collectively stacking with other compounds, um, that that technology and approach. I'll tell you something, man. I've been at this. I did, it took me 3,000 prototypes just to get to the first usable product. And that was in 2011. And I've, I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped that, right? So the, the challenge is there are so many undiscovered combinations of components that can make a critical difference in our performance and our mood and our, we call it state change or state optimization. And the other side is I have constantly in my lab, I've got almost 24,000 feet here um, in a laboratory is, is I probably have on a weekly basis between 70 and a hundred new extracts coming in What every week. No. Yeah. yeah. That's how prolific the technology is out there. And, and we're discovering these things like, like, you know, certain extraction, uh, say a vacuum extraction under a very specific heat, with a, some kind of a cofactor with a pH that changes. And suddenly you've got this brand new distillate coming off. You got like, hold on a sec. Watch this. He's left the camera to go grab something out of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So then you've got them, you know, you've got them coming through these extraction devices and certain ones get certain effects and you get certain, um, you know, extracts and suddenly You've discovered a brand new way to be able to articulate the mind, the hormones, the neurotransmitters, the neurochemicals, and you, you're suddenly sitting on this brand new thing. Well, the cool thing is, as you and I discovered with, you know, it, whether it was modafinil or whether it was, you know, anorastam or oxyrastam or pramorastam or, right, nefarastam, any of these kind of compounds and CDP choline and alpha GPC and, you know, and then mushrooms and then, you know, right, and lion's mane and chaga and red reishi and, all of these compounds are were were super powerful starting blocks, hmm. and they got us. They they launched us into this high velocity. Holy crap! This is Steve Martin in the Jerk, is when you know he kind of discovers he's got rhythm because he's <laughs> you know born a poor black child, and suddenly and suddenly he hears like a classical music thing or uh, you know from the twenties, and he's going, oh my god. I've got rhythm. Yeah. If this is out there, what else is out there? Yeah. And I run into that every day. I'm sure you do as well. Where you go, holy crap, man, look what I discovered from, you know, maybe one of the guests on your show or your own kind of self-discovery or even like, I, I remember I was building a formula one time, a, a friend came over with her, um, her, uh, nephew and he was like eight or nine years old. And I was going, what, what is an eight or nine year old? What's their biggest issue? What's their problem? And I, he was already on, he was on, um, an antidepressant that was really starting to, mm. to kill his drive and his motivation and his, you know, his, his zeal for life. And so I just said, okay, what are the, how does that, that, you know, product work? Well, she was walking around, they were checking out our lab back then. And so I just put something together for him. He texted me as he was passing the interstate five bridge to Portland and he goes, my brain feels alive. Mm. And he was, you know, that kind of wakefulness that you get when some of these neurochemical precursors suddenly do their translation and they turn on. And I think the feeling you get, the feeling that I would like everybody to have an experience with is 
that scene in Limitless where Bradley Cooper takes NZT, takes a clear pill. He starts going up, you know, and he's, he's just this totally beat to shit, completely wasted loser uh, writer, right? And he looks like a homeless guy. And suddenly he's walking up the, the steps to his apartment and he sees, you know, suddenly the light comes on. It's a little brighter. His eyes are a little bluer. He hears the wheel of the bicycle going click, 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 as it sits there. He, he sees his, uh, his uh, landlord's girlfriend or wife kind of going, yeah, you loser. Why don't you pay your rent on time and all that stuff. And all he sees is he's, he's acutely aware of everything around him. And he just glances at the book she's got in her in her book bag and he goes, oh, yeah, I remember that book that was in this law study class because I was dating this one intern. And, and you know, and, he, and he's able to kind of manage a lot more information at a lot higher level because his wakefulness was there and his cognitive ability to do all of this kind of attaching past memories and bringing him forward and making them useful if, if people could have that experience, you and I have had that experience many, many times. If people could have that experience, they would just, they would never go back. And, and the other thing is they would realize there's a hell of a lot of un of bound up potential in people yeah. that they have the opportunity to unbind and realize if they can just, you know, risk doing the things that, that get you there. Are you ready to unlock the true potential of your body and mind? Introducing Analema Coherent Water, a revolutionary new way to improve your health and well-being. Analema has been clinically proven to significantly increase ATP levels, the mitochondrial energy of your body. ATP is directly responsible for powering the majority of cellular processes in all living beings. Increased ATP levels result in improved athletic performance, enhanced cognitive function, improved cardiovascular health, and positively affect almost every area of human health. Imagine having more energy, a healthier gut, a clearer mind, and a youthful body with Analema water. In case you missed it, go back to episode 402, where I talk with Mario Brinovich from Analema Water, and we discuss how this works, how you can use it in your home, and Analema has just introduced a whole house unit that you can put in your home and bring coherence to all of the water in your home. All you got to do is go to coherent-water.com and use code OPP for a discount. That is such a key point, that that idea of managing information, right? Because we are exposed to more information. There's some statistic I heard recently. It's like, we're exposed to more information in a day than three generations experienced in their entire lifetime. You know, we're it's at 72,000 yeah. advertising images, et cetera, et cetera. And I think about, you know, I'm a millennial, right? So I'm like the older millennial guy. And I grew up, I didn't get a computer until I was in like maybe third or fourth grade. And, <laughs> and now there, so I'm like that, that's I'm like on the fringe, right? I got a little bit of yeah. both uh, the analog before the, before the digital. And, and now we are exposed to so much information that I think people are just overwhelmed. They're, they're just, it's too much. And if you spend any time on TikTok or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, Instagram, yep, you're flooding your brain with so much useless bullshit every single moment of every single day. And our attention spans are going down the tube. And if we were able to, just to your point, if we were able to, be able to process information faster 
not so that we can hashtag crush it, but just to be able to have discernment, just discernment between, do I want to go down that rabbit hole? Do I think that what they're telling me on the media is real or not? Is this legit? Does this person look real or is this a filter? That discernment alone, I think, would change culture immediately. I think people would be able to sniff out bullshit faster. And I think that it would make us a, 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 a stronger sort of human collective if we could just like if our brains could keep up with the amount of information that we're flooded by. I, I can't agree more. This is um, this is a, a a chronic issue that we're bombarded with this data, and we don't know where to put it. We don't know how it applies to us. Um, we don't get any white space. I just um, I just walked from my office home, which is about six blocks, and I ran up. We have a we have a really curvy street, and I sprinted up that street, and I did that with nothing in my ears. I did that just fully experiencing the moment. And it reminded me of when I was 12 years old, teaching myself how to run effectively. I was studying a running book from the 1950s and how to, you know, kind of if Tim Ferriss's um, four hour body, he actually references that book in huh. the, in the four hour body. So it's kind of funny. Um, one of the techniques is you hold a ruler between your, your forefinger and thumb and use that to help, um, convince your your hips on how to do their their movements so mm -hmm. by locking your arms in like this it actually gives you a hip movement and then you how far forward do you lean and i'm and i'm all of that stuff that i learned when i was 12 years old suddenly came flooding back to me as i'm sprinting up this brick lined um very curvy street called snake alley and it though we don't get those moments anymore or we yeah. we don't make enough time for those moments you mentioned that you would just taking some time with your, with your kids, um, recently and those, it takes discipline to go, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get sucked into my feeds, right? My Instagram, my TikTok, my, right. My Facebook feed, I'm not going to get sucked into my feeds. I'm going to be very present with my kid. I'm going to listen to them and we're going to, we're going to build a, a, a dialogue and we're going to build a, a uh, relationship that's stronger and stronger. We built the threads of these relationship until they become cables that are un, you know, they're unbeatable cables. You can't cut them, can anything. It is that that thing that we look for in the loving relationships we have. But because we're constantly distracted, we don't understand how to build those, like our mm. parents tried to do with us right. and their parents with them. And so I, I think we have a commitment. We, you know, we need to make a commitment to unplug this kind of sounds like timothy leary doesn't it unplug yeah. turn turn off and drop out yeah you know something like that you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's true it's true it, it's it's harder to limit your children's screen time uh than it is to like again like my kids are little and so you know friends come over to our house after school and one of the kids who's nine has a cell phone and apparently unfiltered access to YouTube. And then all of a sudden I hear, I hear playing and they're having fun and they're, you know, they're talking smack and things are getting bounced off the walls. And it's like, that sounds like childhood. And then all of a sudden it's really quiet and I'm right. like, okay, what are they watching? Right. And then I go out there and they put the phone away and it's like, okay, the neighborhood kid brought the phone over and now they're watching YouTube. And it's like, we, Hey, 
I'm so glad you're here. But when you're here, we don't do to we don't we don't do YouTube on Monday afternoon after school. You know, you could do whatever you want at your house, but here we're just we're just being people. Okay, we're just we're we're gonna play. Hopefully that's cool. And then they immediately you know went out and jumped on the trampoline and 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 got over it. But speaking of children, you know, I wonder about you know there's this there there's this this crazy diagnosis of ADD and ADHD. Now, just about every kid is diagnosed right. with it. I have my own personal thoughts. I got into it on, on Instagram the other day, you know, sharing sort of my thoughts. My dad's a behavior analyst. Um, and so, you know, Skinner, you know, trained. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with, you know, operant conditioning and so forth. And, um, so this, you know, everybody gets this ADD, ADHD diagnosis, and then you go on Ritalin at four, five, six years old. And I wonder, maybe you, maybe, you know, some, some about this, like, do we know what that is doing to the brain chemistry or their ability to cope with distraction on top of the media and stuff like that? But, but from a, from a prescriptive base of awareness, what are these kids like, is that, it's gotta be damaging to their ability, to their cognition. You- Right. Huge, huge. Yeah. We're, we're not only reforming the brain in a way that is hard to reverse because we're talking about the huge formative years. Um, I won't get into, I'm not going to do conspiracy theory 101 on, you know, who pays whom to make sure that your kids get on Rillin, but there's uh, an, an Adderall, but you know, there's deep evidence from my experience with my kids at their schools um, regarding compensation um, to make sure that, you know, that kids are on those, those meds and those drugs. And also, if you take a look at the test that they do for that, it's ridiculously mm. uh, aligned for, you know, towards making sure that your kids are on something. Yeah. So that's part of it. The, you know, when you start flooding the brain with that much dopamine at that early in age and, um, you know, methylphenidate, right. You start getting that, the, the meth level of, of uh, agitation, adrenal burnout, all of the uh, these other factors, um, I can clearly say that this is one of those things that is a, a precursor to a lot of the depression we're probably dealing with. Um, I've had, you know, there's been suicide in my life, and um, you know, with two two family members, and it's um, a direct result of negative experience with bad pharmaceuticals. Mm. So, so yeah, so you, you know, and, and how are our kids going to deal? How do you deal with life? Here's the deal. When I was um, just a few years ago, I owned a, I owned a, a com called rich content and we did um, content distribution for search engine optimization. And so I had fast growing, I had really great customers. And um, every once in a while, my ADHD got out of hand because I was working until two or three in the morning waking up early. I had no sleep. You know, I, I didn't have a, a sleep program and I didn't, I didn't think about it as a problem. So I would take um, a hit of Adderall maybe about twice a month and an employee would come into my office and I would bite their head off hmm. and they go, Oh dude, you're on that asshole drug again, aren't you? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah uh, tell me when you're, tell me when it's uh, faded and we'll, we'll be able mm. to talk. And it was because of the, you know, the way the executive function of the brain works, I wasn't able to actually have my emotional connection with these people, which was critically important for me to be able to manage them and do a good job of it in a loving, kind, understanding way, not a asshole drive. I don't give a shit. Just get the job done way. And so that was a, that was a real epiphany for me. And one of the, you know, one of the things that 
kept me going towards the end result of building solutions that help people focus and help people have emotional connection and help people not feel, you know, low, not feel depressed. I can't say depression, but you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then the other side of that was, I mean, I was pretty excited when Gary V came along and, you know, and, and kind of like became the iconic crush it culture leader. Right. Um, because I, cause I thought, I thought that we were, we were slacking a bit. I think that a lot of people were slacking a bit, but now, you know, here we are, uh, you know, a decade plus later and I look at people and if they're not crushing it, they feel shitty about themselves. Their self-esteem is in the toilet. Um, their relationships are fractured or they're based solely on their economic exchange, mm -hmm. right? So their transactional relationships. And if you're not crushing it with them, you're a loser. And you, <laughs> there's, it really becomes a self-defeating spiral of hell. Sure. And I, you know, and, and I'm not saying that crushing it and figuring out how to be a badass at whatever your domain expertise is, or the thing that you want to conquer, it's not bad and do it when you're young. Um, Scott Galloway, Prof Galloway. I don't know if you know who he is or if mm -hmm. you've listened to him at all. Um, he wrote he wrote a book on happiness, the algebra of happiness. Very a really good read. You can also watch it on YouTube for it's a half hour lecture he does um, at uh, NYU. But you know when you when you're when you're trying to understand how to have a fulfilling life, um, when you're young. A lot of fulfillment, I know for me, came from my ability to express myself through the tools that I was creating, through technology or through a business and building an economic you know, base for me so that I wasn't going to have to struggle like my parents did or like their parents did and um, and get myself and also provide better for my family, You know, getting a wife, getting children, and you want to take care of them and do those things. And so, but I, I found myself after a decade of crushing it that I, and I had some incredible business relationships still do. Um, but my relationship with my wife was fractured. It wasn't healthy. My, my connection with my kids was based around mealtime, not around playtime. Mm. Um, and I, it was a profound shift I had to make in order to be able to get back there. And that took a lot of neurochemical practice, understanding meditation, um, getting back into some of the habits that, you know, getting back into exercise, hardcore, hardcore sports performance that, you know, were things that I challenged myself. I was always an individual performer, tennis or, or running, um, you know, again, free climbing mountains or motorcycle road racing or hang gliding. Not a lot of things you do with a whole bunch of people and back. <laughs> um, right. But if we don't, if you and I don't find these um, these kind of legs of the stool for our kids and our spouse and our friends to be able to lean on that says, Hey, balance to a certain extent is, you know, is really valuable. And I don't expect entrepreneurs to be balanced. I don't, you know, I'm still not balanced, but I do understand that when I go, you know, when I swing deep into a new process or product or, or business concept is I need to swing back and, in the middle of the pendulum time, spend enough time with, with those people that are important to me to let them know that they're as, if not more important than the thing that has got my attention right now. Yeah. And then I swing away again. Right. Yeah. But you got to reinforce those things. 
Well, that's what makes you dynamic, right? And and that that is the nature of mastery and innovation is you you have to be able to push and 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 I'm and I'm reminded of this this idea that that I I've been toying with a while and I've and I've talked to a lot of different guests about this is like what's biohacking for, right? Like why are we biohacking? Like why right. do you want optimal mental awareness? Why do you want, you know, excellent recovery? Like why is your physique important to you? And downstream from optimal performance is a better life, better, more joy, more peace, deeper purpose, better mission, a laugh, you know, like those things are important. I think downstream from that is, and in fact, uh, yeah, this, this, this continues, this continues to resonate is spiritual evolution is that downstream, if you've got gas in the tank, you've got awareness, your relationship's good, you're making enough money to feed your kids and put some money in the bank and you know live the lifestyle that you want, you're fit and strong and, and, and have balance when the time is right. Downstream of that is elevated consciousness, greater, greater modes of awareness, because you're going to die one day and you're you know, you should be curious about what happens after and how you live your life now. And, and so, and obviously a major part of that is having the awareness in your mind that makes all this stuff meaningful to remember your kid's basketball game that you coached to remember the birthday of your grandmother to to think of that one word that's on the tip of your tongue that you can't recall that's the punchline of the joke that everybody's waiting for like oh. that that shit matters right big time <laughs> you know i i so love the direction of this conversation when there was um i by the way i used to be a jesus freak so I just thought, put put that in context and I just saw last night, um, my sweetheart and I went to the local theater, right? We actually went to a theater and we watched um, Jesus Revolution, which is the a new movie that came out about Chuck Smith and Greg Laurie. Those were my pastors um, when I was, when I was, you know, this, this mid twenties kid trying to figure out what spirituality meant. And, you know, and my dad was a monk. My dad was a monk in a Trappist monastery when he was 15 to 18 years old. Wow. So, um. So yeah, so he didn't speak for you know for three years, and and he just sang Gregorian chants in Latin, which he used to do every Sunday morning when he would make eggs and bacon for his kids. Um, <laughs> wow, it was, it was great, right? So and and one day after coming back from church, uh, we were Catholic, grew up Catholic, and uh, we came back from church, and I said, Dad, I don't get it. I was about six years old, and he he got down on his knee, and, and my dad was really, really an incredible man, and he goes, he goes, what don't you get, son? I said, I said, Dad. The, the priest is speaking in Latin, Latin, nobody knows Latin. It's a dead language. And, um, you know, it's, it's crazy. They don't understand. And then all we, all we do with the rest of it is kind of, we just follow directions. We're repeating ourselves every Sunday. That's all we do. We repeat ourselves. We, you know, we kneel for certain things. We lay back for certain things. We repeat certain responses to a prayer. I said that it doesn't, I don't get it. And he goes, he goes, let me tell you something, man. He goes, well, your son, he goes, he goes, when I was in the monastery, he goes, and, and you're praying and you're meditating and you're wanting to make change in the world. And you realize that you can't, and you're reading the, you know, the Bible and you're, and you're reading, you know, the, these different books that actually aren't, you know, in the traditional Bible, New American standard, the King James or New NIV or any of those. And he goes, he goes, um, here's, here's where I come from. He goes, I don't think that 
if there is a God, uh, you know, whether it's a he or a she or an it or whatever, he goes, I don't think you could fit her in a book. Mm-hmm. And, and he gave <laughs> right. <laughs> he goes, so what do you want to do? And I said, well, I, there's a, you know, there's this TV show that just come on called Kung Fu and it was David Carradine and it was this yeah. great old, right. Very cool. And I said, I said, well, I want to, I want to, that's interesting. And he goes, well, that's a combination of martial arts and actually a, a kind of a, a ancient um, Asian belief. He goes, cool. Why, why don't you study, you know, start studying Buddhism and Taoism and we'll, we'll get you into this. So he got me books and helped me start studying that. And, and, you know, we fast forward to today. Um, I, I left the traditional church in 93 after a, an event and um, my wife and I did. And yet, yet I feel more, you know, today, many years later, after working with so many different people with so many belief systems and so much meditation and so many experiences, whether psychedelic or otherwise, um, where I found that we have these common threads that we're all seeking to reinforce and build with each other. Mm. And we, we, the language looks different. It's kind of Babylon to a certain extent, but if we back off a little bit and we're sensitive to what people are really saying or really needing, we'll find that that the translation starts to occur for us. Mm-hmm. And to do that, we do need, uh, you know, we need an increase in cognitive performance. It's really valuable. We also need give a shit. We need the interest in other people, authentic interest in other people. But what we get in return is so much more than we give. It, it doesn't seem like it at first because you, you have to give without any expectation. But what you find, I know you found this in, in your podcasting and also in your other prior works is, is what you find is that you can't, um, you can't outgive like, like the, the amount of abundance, the amount of love that I've received as a result of just being present with people and being curious and loving them with no outcome, you know, in no intentional outcome has, is enormous. It's so far off the chart. I could never have expected it. Mm. So I, I think it's really important that we reinforce that, that we build that kind of thing. It needs to be a, it needs to be a, a, a part of our neurology, physiology, and spirit that we reinforce. I don't know where you came from. Tell me, where'd you come from, man, on this spiritual spectrum? Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, my folks taught me transcendental meditation when I was twelve to combat to combat the busybody sort of nature, extroverted Pisces, you know, sort of alpha kid, you know, rough and tumble, you know, talking to teachers at school into microwaving his pizza and the staff in lunchroom, you know, <laughs> ASP president, like that, that, that was always my drive. I, and, and this is why I'm interested in this because it's, I, I've always been optimistic. I've always had high energy. I've always cared about people. I've always yeah. I've always been engaged with the world around me because I have this insatiable curiosity and, and the podcast feeds that my coaching feeds that the entrepreneurial stuff that I do, the work that I do there feeds that. And, and because I have this background of this, you know, basically lifelong meditation practice that has given me a basis of stillness and calm and peace and joy over and over and over and deepening that through ceremony and psychedelic work and, you know, research into, you know, ascended masters and new thought and, 
into, you know, um, working with subtle energies and developing my clear abilities, which, you know, half of that stuff's going to go over people's head, but you know, we're, we're sharing here. Yeah. It was great. That is that, that is what makes life worth living for me is this interest, this engagement with the world around me, this engagement with my higher self, the engagement with my family and my spirit guides, the engagement with the physical and non-physical things that are around me at all times. And so this, this awareness that comes from high energy, lots of optimism, you know, extremely right-brained, like left brain, you know, needs help a lot of times because I'm so (laughs) right-brained. It has created this reality in which I have these intuitive capacities that are a massive skill for me and have allowed me to create companies and sell companies and start popular podcasts and stuff because I I'm, I'm listening, you know, three layers below what people are saying. I'm, I'm listening very deeply. I care. I want everybody to succeed. And so my, my sort of spiritual awareness grows out of this, 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 this human experience that's coupled between the physical and the non-physical and, and, and guess what? I'm unhappy if I don't sleep well. I'm I'm lousy. I can't do me. I can't do Sean when I don't sleep well. I can't do Sean if my brain's not working that day or if I had brain fog or stayed up too late. You know, I I can't be my yeah. best and be the fullest expression um of my highest self day in and day out unless I'm cooking. And so all the biohacking stuff the red light therapies, the nootropics, the, you know, yeah. the biopro plus the exercise, the, you know, the cold plunge, all this stuff to me is a spiritual practice on top of the meditation, because it allows me to be the best person that I can possibly be. And, and this is just because it's part of this, that, you know, everybody's familiar. Most people are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs and Big time. on this path towards self-actualization. And this actually came up in a coaching call earlier today. Well, Maslow, you know, in, in much later in his life, you know, near his deathbed, you know, told the people around him that there was actually another step beyond self-actualization, which was an inverted pyramid at the top of the pyramid. And that is transcendence. And he didn't share it. And no, most people don't really understand that. But that when I talk about downstream from biohacking is a richer life and more satisfaction and 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 greater spiritual awareness there's a there's a long process where that goes to like the crowd chakra that that beautiful yep. violet chakra on the top of your head that opens up to everything this sort of cosmic awareness so and again if if you don't have your mental faculties if you don't have your physical faculties that's why i meditate Cause I I'm interested. I want to know, you know, that's why I am going to go worked out earlier and I'm going to go to jujitsu later. Like that's why all this stuff is so that I can be the fullest, most, most authentic expression of myself. And, and I think it's worth, it's, I think it's work worth doing for everybody. I think it is the work that we're here to do. I, I can't imagine. I mean, there, there, I love, I don't get me wrong. I'm a capitalist and an entrepreneur. So, so, so I'm not, I'm not declining 
the the riches that come with doing something valuable that serves a bunch of people. But that's why I do it. Mm. I do things that are meaningful to serve a lot of people and I get abundance in that. And hopefully, so far, people continue to keep telling me that they benefit from the things that we're creating. And so, and that is hugely fulfilling. But if I'm just doing it, it to build wealth, unless I have a channel for that wealth to go change the world, then it's kind of bullshit to me. I think that we have, for those of us that have been called to do, like, like I had a calling, speaking of TM, um, I, so I started TM when I was um, eight years old. Not, I'm not trying to upstage you at all, brother. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was in, I was in grade school and a teacher's assistant saw that my Schwinn bicycle was always in mint condition and well-tuned huh. and the chain was oiled, always on everything. And he loved, he loved bicycling. And so he, he said, Hey, do you want to come over um, this weekend and I'll drive, we'll go to OMSI, Oregon Museum of Science and Industry. We'll ride our bikes to OMSI, which is, was about a 20 mile ride. And it was like up the sunset highway in Portland is like a vertical climb. So it was great, you know, get off the saddle and shift to first gear and do all that stuff. Um, and so I said, sure, I'll ask my mom and she's great with it. And so I ride over to his, to his apartment and he's got a, he's got a grow window, you know, that, right. Um, that's just, you know, a, a greenhouse window. And of course there was weed growing in the greenhouse window, <laughs> but I look and he's in the Lotus position and he's meditating. And I don't know what this is. I don't, I hadn't seen it yet, you know, before, um, and outside of books and things like that. Right. Yeah. But, um, but, and, and I'm, I didn't want to disturb him. I'm a, I'm a kind of a young kid and want to disturb him. And so he finally gets up he pulls out of it because he stands straight up out of a Lotus and you, you know what that looks and feels like, as you can mm -hmm. imagine. And then he, and he, and he, he sees me, he comes to the door. He's going, Mark, come on. I'm so glad. I'm super excited that you got here. I said, well, what was that? What were you doing there? And he goes, Oh, it's a thing called TM. I'll tell you later if you're interested. And so we get on our bikes and we bike to OMSI and, and we have a great time. And, um, and we, you know, we see all the science technology and those things. And we, we bike back and I, and we bike back to my house and, um, which is only a couple miles away from where he lived. And I said, Hey, that, that thing you were talking about, what is that? And he goes, it's called transcendental meditation. It's a, it's a practice I do. And it's a great way for me to just kind of get close to something bigger than me and, and also get close to myself. Mm. And I said, well, what can, can I do it? And he goes, I don't know, you know, do you, is, would your mom be okay with it? And so mom said, okay. And so he says, he goes, look, we don't have enough time for us to really go through. What we need to go through, but you know, in the next weekend or two, whatever. And so we scheduled it and he came over and we sat facing each other. And I don't know if this was a practice that you've done within the context of TM, but the practice that he did at the time, the one that I learned, we faced each other. And then I, you know, he said, who are you? And I said, you know, and he, and he gave me an example. He said, you know, my name is Brian, um, Goffner and I'm, um, you know, I'm, uh, 22 years old and my parents are the ex and then he keep going, 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 going until he kind of ran out of stuff, right. You kind of mm -hmm. run down of what immediately is there. And then he would, you know, and then I would tell him who I was, we go back and forth until we got down to the point where we are electrons revolving around neutrons and protons filled with empty space that we are right. Uh, connected to, um, you know, to the great energy and, and we just do that. And then you start building each other up. I, I know you as right. So you kind of have your own interpretation of who mm. they are 
and he gave them that. And then he gave me a mantra and then, right. And then he showed me how to do, I, we kind of call it box breathing now, but he taught me how to, how to count my heartbeats as I'm breathing in and just use the counting as a way to get out of my otherwise busy mind. Sure. So I'm counting. Counting one, two, three, four. Of course, your heart slows down as your breath comes up to the top. Hold it until you almost feel like you need to release it. Count your heartbeats as you're doing that. And then you and you start over each time. So you never really count more than about 12, um, right? And you, and then you let it out. And you let it out controlled, right? right? Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. And you and you just kind of do this revolving heart the breathing. And the, with the counting and everything, it just put me into state in a meditative state, like within a minute or two. Mm. And it was the first time in my little life that I had ever felt like I wasn't there, like the noise of my own brain was no longer dominating me mm. and it helped me sleep. It helped me get to my, my center. Um, it helped me become much more spiritually aware. And, um, and it's so funny cause I abandoned, you know, you abandoned it after a few years <laughs> and then I picked it up again when I was 20. I was having yeah. a hard time, right? I picked it up again. And then it kind of abandoned it at like 25 and, <laughs> and, uh, I pick it up again. And then, and what was really great in 19, in, in 2004, this company out of, um, out of London developed a product called Paziz, P-Z-I-Z-Z. It's a little binaural audio at the time it was a device. Now it's just an app on your phone. Uh, they, they didn't see the iPhone coming and they didn't, and the app store and everything else. So, they got trounced and it sold to another guy who's taken it over and done a great job, but it's binaural audio and it is a, you know, you can set it, whatever it's got a, it's got a focus mode. It's got a, a power nap mode and it's got a sleep mode, but it's binaural audio. And I do my 20 minute TM morning meditation mm. with this, um, unguided, but, but I still get the benefit of the binaural audio enhancing my connectedness with the, with, you know, the universe. And then if I do a secondary meditation, you know, my 20 minute in the afternoon, um, I'll, I'll do the same thing, but it's made a, it's made a profound impact on my ability to one. I mean, if you were going scientifically, my cortisol levels go away, right? All the cortisol rush that I've been, you know, dealing with all day long, my adrenals settle down. Um, my ability to focus and solve problems goes through the roof. Um, if I take one of the, one of the kind of tricks I'll do, one of the power hacks is I'll take a specific nootropic, um, that we make at Newtopia before I get into it, knowing that it's going to take about 25 to 30 minutes for it to, to kind of kick in. Uh -huh. And that gives me this opportunity to ah. get the meditation done, get the, get the, the problem solving, right. The kind of, kind of these things kind of flow in and out and you're able to kind of, as you're trying to get into this nothingness space, you're able to then index those things and put them in the library and say, later, yeah. I'll attack that later. I'll do that later. And then the nootropics hit, you've come out of, you know, out of your state, you're in a great mood. Your energy is through the roof, right? You're smooth, you're mellow and chill. And suddenly you're going, I'm going to knock that one out, that one out, and that one out. And I figured out the big problem for that one because yeah. I wasn't thinking about it. I was allowing, right, my non-critical mind to go and play with it while I was in my meditative state. I love that. I love, I love stacking practices like that. I mean, I, I, it's, it's something that I don't frequently do, but I love the idea of taking something and saying, this is my routine. This is what I'm going to do. It's the afternoon. This is my routine. I'm going to take it. I'm going to do my breath work or my meditation. 
as it's coming on. And then as soon as I'm done, I've made time for that. And then I can go about my day, whatever that you've got for the day. I, I, I dig that a lot. You know, I think like, you know, stacking practices or stacking products like that makes a lot of sense. And, and I think people would really benefit from that. I think about people who are not entrepreneurs, whose days don't have as much variability as you or I, and how much they would benefit from having just a morning routine that included something that was going to fuel their brain and having an evening routine. I mean, obviously that's why TM is set up that way. You know, that's why Seinfeld is funny and David Lynch is weird. Well, I don't know if that's why. That's why Russell Brand is <laughs> who Russell Brand is. Again, I don't think that's why, but yeah. but but having a moment, a, a ceremony, a, 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 a something, a habit, a practice. Yeah, a ritual, a practice. Right. Seinfeld, you know, he talked about because and I, I had the same problem is is until I actually heard him talk about it. It was um, at a at a meditation um, uh, event he was talking about, he goes, you know, I didn't, I, I used to go, what the hell, what? I just woke up. Why should I start meditating right now? Right. And then he realized that that morning meditation could make a profound difference in his effectiveness right. and his ability to connect. And yeah, I think he's, um, yeah, really, really powerful. Was it David Lynch? Was, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. David Lynch. You, you, you a fan of Eraserhead or, uh, huge man. Yeah. David Lynch. No. Yeah. That was at one of his events. Yeah, or no, Racerhead was like a, a like what a mind screw, incredible. Even the soundtrack, which is just kind of this machine vibration in the background the whole yeah. time, right? <laughs> and the chicken dancing off this, you know, off the plate or the the turkey at at uh, you know Thanksgiving dinner with the family. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What a great and you know, I mean, what, what an incredible artist. Yeah. I th- we have, um, you and I have. A, the world now has access to anything. We're we're less than one degree of separation from anybody we we feel we could either impact or that we could benefit from knowing. And as a result of that, I think it's really valuable for us to optimize the you know build a tool shed big enough with enough tools. That belt, right? It's it's like the Batman super yeah. belt. It's a utility right? belt. A, yeah, <laughs> it is. And if we build that, and we do it right then we've always got an instrument that we can use in application. And the other is, I think that in building those tools, you talk about stacking these solutions or these practices is I think the other thing it does is it helps us relate to a much broader group of people. They otherwise wouldn't be able to necessarily have a deep conversation because we don't understand their practice. We don't understand what they're going through. You've got a totem right now on your, that you're hanging around your neck. And um, could be magnetic. I, I I can't tell specifically, but um, could be spiritual. Could be a combination of all of that. It could be a resonant thing. It could it could be a, an EMF, um, you know, mm-hmm. a, a bounce bounce tool. There's all kinds of stuff. But I'm curious and interested, and I know what that's. I can know. I know four or five different things that it could be because yeah. I give a shit about people and I give a shit about ideas, and I'm curious about how the world works because I certainly haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Um, just bits and pieces, right? <laughs> yeah. So you have to, so you have to tell me right now. I will, I will, what... I will. So this is, uh, this is a biogeometry pendant from, um, uh, from, so I did a podcast with, uh, Doria Kareem and what is on this little pendant. That is badass. These are all energy systems of the body. So the central nervous system is on there. The liver is on there. The heart is on there. 
And what this does is this regulate regulates and amplifies the energy inside your body. Uh, wow. The, I'll, I'll send you the link after this to the, to the Love podcast it. episode that I did with her. Um, it's, it's healing by design. They did a test where they put some, some, some structures, um, on an EMF, uh, tower in Switzerland that was making everyone sick for, for six months. It went up, everybody in the town got sick. And then they put some of these, some of these shapes onto this 5g tower and it totally sorted it out. It totally fixed. Everybody got all better. They make these for your water system coming into your house. You know, this is a, what they call the L90 pendant. And this L90 pendant um, is an amplifier of the power of the uh, of this shape here that has all that. That is so cool. Dude, I, I when I put this thing on, the, the as soon as I put it on, I felt the only way I can describe it is I felt like a tree. I felt like a tree. I was strong and flexible. I was grounded with my strong head. like bull. <laughs> head in the sky, roots grounded effectively. Um, yeah, I love this thing. And there's also another, there's a there's a cube that they have that has a lot of these similar designs etched into it um that you use in your house to to do a bunch of cool stuff. But um yeah I've, I I've, my jam well i want to take i want to take some time to start to talk specifically about newtopia and and i have so enjoyed this conversation i almost feel like we we do you know another episode specifically we, we'll just let's just say that we should do this again and just i would love it, to let it go where it goes but <laughs> well anyway so you're you're in seattle um yeah. and i uh, our manufacturing, you know, the, the company I started is still based in Vancouver, um, which is Newtopia. Um, it would be really fun for us to actually get together live or or love that. Um, have you come out here and spend a weekend with us. We can we can open up the laboratory, the robotics and the other technologies we use and show you kind of and then we can do I've got right now I've got um, on the third floor of this building um, are these 12 and a half foot half round windows that <laughs> Mr. Robot's giving me shit um, that, that, um, that are going to be the backdrop for, for our podcast room as we go to the next level. Awesome. And we'd love to have you here. My, be my guest. We'll eat incredible food. My sweetheart is a five-star chef and, um, and we'll eat great organic um, food and we will do incredible nootropics and we will do some killer bike rides and hikes and we will explore the cosmos and we'll record a bunch of it. And um, it would be just a blast. I would love that. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm in enough said. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're, so you're in Vancouver now. No, no, I'm in, I'm in Burlington, Iowa now. Okay. But, um, but we can do the Vancouver thing or, or we can bring you out to to Iowa and we can I'm do this incredible. I, it's, I, if, if you haven't been, yeah, I've never, never been, been right? to Iowa. No. Yeah. <laughs> you get that a lot. That's two of us. It was funny when we were doing the merger with Bioptimizers um, to form Newtopia. Um, Matt said we're a virtual company. I mean, we've got you know we're we've got 120 employees in 19 different countries or 20 different countries now, and um, we've got a like in Bosnia we've got 20 employees who are all at a research right. Lab. Yeah, they're 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 scientists, man. They are deep scientists. Biofilm, uh, molecular docking, DNA research molecule development from scratch 
um, all Whoa. of these things. And they do, yeah. And they're at the what's called Birch University, International Birch University, and PhDs and PhD candidates. And they only work for us. All they do is work for us to help us decode what's going on with DNA, what's going on with compounds, what's going on with these extraction technologies. I'll sometimes do stuff and not really understand how I got there. Hmm. Like I'll go, okay, I did this process and I think this might work. And I, okay, and I'm getting the output that I want. I'm getting the outcome that I want to work with, the, the substrate or the compound or the enzyme or whatever. But I don't totally understand all the things that are going on there. So I just flip it to them and they go and they build it and then they show me exactly what's going on. And they're deep PhDs in the science who can go, here's exactly what's happened, Mr. Newts. You got this, 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 and then this turns into this and this enzymatic process comes on and this enzyme is blunted. That causes this to convert into this compound and then it bonds to this other thing and and under this exact temperature at this pressure, here's how we get this thing. Oh, oh, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh man. Well, I, 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 I would absolutely love to come visit you in Iowa and see the lab and hang out and the podcast and eat and bike and hike and trip and run and wrestle. And that sounds awesome. Uh, <laughs> awesome. We'll I'll, do it. Okay, cool. Um, what, as we, as we take this, you know, kind of, kind of home for people, because I, I think that what you're doing is truly unique, not only from a customization standpoint, but that beautiful box right there, that's packed. That's just packed with cool stuff. That's specifically for people, for the situations that they need that, you know, whether you're a poker player or an executive or an MMA fighter or whatever, I think it's super unique. And so if you could just give like a really a really broad and the website it lays it out really wonderfully. But if you could give like, what's the goal? Like, what do you, what does Newtopia really do? And what is the mission? So we, so the, the mission of Bioptimizers, which is our, our big kind of corporate, I hate to say corporate. Cause it sounds like, Oh my, a bunch of people in suits and ties, but um, <laughs> I think we all wear hoodies and, and shirts that say mind, body, energy, sex, and sleep. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we're more like that. Um, the 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 goal of the company is a whole and we by the way we meditate every monday mm-hmm. we have everybody on zoom call and for one minute we meditate on our our purpose and our purpose is to make biological optimization available to every soul on earth so that's our our corporate motto and everything we do is to serve that we think biological optimization can change the world we think it can heal people it can reduce pain. It can increase performance. So all of the attributes of that. So that's a big picture for Newtopia, which is the nootropics division of the company uh, that I run. I, I co-founded with Matt Galland, our CEO, um, and Wade, our president. Is we want to we want to take. I was called years ago. If you've ever had, have you ever worked with a a mentor or um, who who kind of has seen you really truly seen you and said, this is what your purpose is. And you were, you know, kind of maybe flailing a little bit about what you are. And this one came to me and it was to make a monumental, you know, a monumental contribution to every life I touch. So outside of Mr. Robot um, (laughs) or along with Mr. Robot. And so the, the goal of Newtopia is to help people optimize what are called optimum states. Again, whether it's a state of focus the state of follow through, 
a state of reward, a state of love, a state of connection. Um, the things that are important to us oftentimes are difficult for us to achieve. We just don't know how to get there or we don't have the neurochemistry or biochemistry to get there elegantly. So what we do is we create custom neurotropics. And what I mean by custom is they're personalized to every individual. So you fill out a form. One is you take a neurochemical test. And so that gives us a baseline of what's your dominant, subdominant, and weakest neurochemicals. And, and then with that going, okay, what's your physiology? Like, you know, how old are you and what sex are you and how do you eat and what do you do for exercise? And, and what are your you know greatest challenges and how much coffee do you drink and how much tea do you have and what, what kind of matcha brand do you like? And then at the end of it, we say, what are your goals? So now we kind of know who you are from a, from a, you know, a neurochemical standpoint and from a physiological standpoint, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, and what meds are you on and what, what nutrients or supplements do you take and what practices do you use to optimize yourself? And then we create these capsules and powders and sprays, um, to be able to address specifically those goals, um, so that you're able to actually get into state, you know, state as well as I do. So you get into state, get into a performance state, whatever that performance state is easier, more elegantly and repeatably. And eventually with, with, with or without having to take a solution that helps to optimize that state. So the Newtopia products like power solution, we, we built a, a solution for helping people. It's a drink. It's a drink in a test tube, very similar to the first things we ever made. And, um, and what we built it for was people that needed to intensely focus and perform, whether some people use it as a pre-workout before they go and pump weights or before they go out and do jujitsu. Some people use it as a gaming tool. So instead of taking Red Bull or, or monster energy or whatever, or, or, you know, or a pot of coffee, they take this product. And again, because it's customized, it's personalized to be able to go, okay, I don't work well on caffeine or, or on stimulants. Great. So we eliminate that. Or I work good on just a little bit, but I need also, I need dopamine levels that are higher than normal. Cool. We know how to formulate for that. Mm. And so everything we do is, is towards your personal desired outcomes and performance. And ultimately what we want to do is improve your baseline performance level so that instead of operating down here, when you wake up in the morning, you're here. And then anything you do on top of that is a bonus. Mm. So that's kind of the promise of, you know, neurotropics have the promise that we saw when Bradley Cooper, right, walks in and, and, and the clear pill takes off. I think a lot of us have been disappointed by that, by that, you know, that outcome. But what for me, you know, when I was doing the first 3,000 formulations to get to the first working one, <laughs> it was... I'm closer and closer and closer. And no, I go back a little bit and then closer and closer and closer. I do believe that that experience that he shows in that movie, um, it's doable. I've, I have had the experience many, many times. I, I have it at least once or twice a week now. Hmm. And where, and for me, it might be a four to six hour window that I'm able to play at that level, but I get more done uh, again, ADHD right? I get more done in that four to six hours than I would do maybe in a week normally. So the ability for me to be able to manage all of the data that I have to manage, to be able to develop the, the nutrient formulas and the extraction technologies and the, the compounds, the stacks, um, all of that starts flowing in. And I've got whiteboards all over the place and even blackboards over here 
that I just riddle with with the concepts and ideas and you know and and things. And then I I'm very fortunate to have an incredibly active, dynamic, super smart team that I can then say try this, try this, try this. Get back to me and let's see how this works and let's run tests on it. And we got a a bunch of of active members of what we call the bio tribe. And these are people, bio-optimized people um, that basically say, I'm willing to try your prototypes as long as you guarantee it won't kill me. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so yeah, so we send them, we send them stuff and, and it's been really profound, man. It's been one of the things that's been powerful to me is we built a system. We didn't build a pill. We didn't build a drink. We built a system that regardless of what you're, what your condition is right now, we call it, we call it in conditional parlance, we call it sick to superhuman, whether you're sick or suboptimal or optimal or superoptimal, or you're aiming towards superhuman, we have a solution that's going to address your goal of going from sick to superhuman. Mm. The goal of fulfilling, to filling in the, the, the part of you that sucks and getting it to the, at least to the point where it's either optimal or superoptimal. And then when you need to switch gears, when you need to go into that sixth or seventh or eighth gear, we call that superhuman. You kind of know the formula, the two or three components in what order over what time to take to get you into this rock star period that you can actually perform. And if you've ever had that experience, I had it once I was, I was, um, years ago, I had been a hypothyroid diagnosed hypothyroid. And I just felt like shit. I had brain fog and all kinds of stuff. And I started getting, uh, on, on desiccated thyroid, really good New Zealand desiccated thyroid. And six months later, I'm flying to New York um, and I'm doing a venture capital deal. I had gone from being just literally could barely keep my eyes open all day to just feeling in a fog. You know, I mean, literally a fog, not being able to focus my eyes. The fog was that bad. Whoa. To, yeah, yeah. You just, you're going, oh shit, man. I'm too young for this to be lame, man. I was only 31 years old. Um, I went from that to walking into this venture capital, uh, um, this this small group where you had some technologists, some movie theater owners, and some guys with deep pockets. And I walk in and I could literally read their minds. I could literally feel the vibe in the room without, without a, a one word being said. I knew that there was a bunch of tension. I knew there were some unhappy people. There were some really excited people. They didn't know how to communicate. They were playing defensive. And I sat down at the table, introduced myself, and we got we got the dialogue started. And I just, I said, hold it. I kind of feel like there's a bunch of things that are unspoken and I'd like to kind of open this up. And I, I grabbed a whiteboard marker and I spun around and I had no idea what the hell I was going to write, but I just started doing it and it started flowing out of me. I was in flow state and Kotler would have been proud of me and I'm just going right. And suddenly 15 minutes later, we're laughing. And 45 minutes later, we're signing documents on a deal that needed to be done. Wow. And I was, and you know, you know, what you do something and you go, fuck, man, I am back. Yeah. Right? That was my moment. That was my, it was like, holy shit, man. I haven't felt this good since I was 10 years old or 12 years old. And, and it's that state. Well, that state, just like when I was, when I was younger, I did mushrooms when I was at, at district and state tennis. And I was, a I was undefeated at district and, and I went to state. Um, and I did a quarter ounce actually at district. Um, <laughs> and it was incredible. I rewrote the game. 
I rewrote the game around a song in my head. I rewrote the game around playing instead of working. I rewrote the game around not giving a shit about the racket I was playing with or what, how worn the ball was or what the surface was or whether it was indoor or outdoor or who I was playing. I just played. I had a cool tune. Yes. Tune going in my head. Sweet. And I danced, I danced on that tennis court, like nobody's business, but I, that same state I can get into today. I've got at the back half of my building on the, on the top floor, I've got a, a line drawn across the brick wall and I'll hit on the wall with my tennis racket. Sweet. And it, the minute I grab the racket, I am back at district tennis and I'm killing it. Ah. Is this, right. You know, that state that you can get into. Yeah. That's what nootropics can do for you when they're customized to your body and physiology and neurology and your, you know, your condition and to your goals. And over time, doesn't necessarily happen instantaneously, although I guarantee that our nootropics are powerful enough that the first time you take them, you'll feel them. They'll have it, you should have a positive experience. Is you can suddenly get into that state. You can burn that neural pathway in, right? You can build it so that it's just it's concrete and you can go there. The moment you need to do something, you can go into that state and you can perform with or without the nootropic over wow. time. That is, that is, I mean, that's quite a statement, uh, that that's incredible. I mean, I believe you. And also that is a <laughs> wild, wild statement to say that, that you're going to create a mental state and have it be so built in so vivid, so effective that you can bring yourself back to that state down the road when you need it is that's limitless, dude. So it is, it's, you've done. You've done, you know, nootropics and you've done psilocybin or, or various, uh, or ayahuasca. I'm not sure how many practices you've to sit in. So many. you know what it's like to take something. What most people are used to is a mediocre solution that kind of, they think might give them an edge. Mm. Yeah. This is not that this is a actual, extremely powerful solution that gives you the edge that if you are ready, if you're, if you're you know, once you've got like, we also do a, a sleep solution as well. We do, right. We got this, right. That's sleep breakthrough incredible. And, that and dream optimizer. Yeah. This sleep breakthrough is I'm, I'm microdosing my children with it currently. Oh, another. It, <laughs> it is an incredible product and it tastes unreal. That's awesome. You can, the taste, you can thank chastity again over here. My tasteologist. Um, she's it's so insane. awesome. Again, five-star chef got a palate. Oh, um, <laughs> but I, I think that when, you know, we talked earlier about the transcendent mode, you know, um, and when, if you haven't had it and you don't know it, it's, it's such a mind blowing experience to go, holy shit, man, I'm, I've been running at half mast my whole life. Yeah. You're right. And then you get to the state and you go, oh my God. And the cool thing is once you, once you realize it's repeatable and you're building a neural pathway and you're building cognitive performance attributes, um, that you can, that are repeatable and you're building a higher baseline, knowing that you can go there again, gives you a confidence going about life that you've never had before. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. Even if I'm worn out, I'm, I'm tired. I, I was on, you know, maybe I ate the wrong food the night before or whatever, or I didn't get good sleep or whatever, knowing that I can just switch on that state 
is is one of those things it's like aha i've got that tool man it's it's the green the green arrow right when he's you know have you ever <laughs> seen you know he's practicing and he's doing the the yeah. jumps you know and that yeah. right yeah. The, it's, right it's that how does he get there oh he does this right this builds that kind of i call it a fault tolerant physiology you you know if, if you've uh, if you're i've worked in computer systems a lot of my life and what happens when a major computer system, when the power goes out, a an alternator and a battery backup instantly go on, milliseconds. And it makes it so that that computer system is fault tolerant. If a fault happens in the network, it doesn't go down, it's up. When we start building ourselves to be fault tolerant, our whole life changes. Because instead of going, I can't do that because I need to reserve my energy because I'll be too tired, we go, Fuck it, man. I'm going to go as hard as I can. I am pressing because I've got an unlimited amount of ATP available because my mitochondria are in really good shape. I'm right. My whole physiology is tuned up. My brain can handle it because I've got surplus cognitive performance available. And you can go do things that were otherwise you could not even imagine going there. So that's kind of what I would hope people would get the opportunity to experience. Mm-hmm. We made it easy. We built a pattern for you to follow. So you got a, there's a 30 day guide. We're going to do it. We're actually expanding it into a 60 day guide. And the cool thing is, I mean, I, this is the, the non-pitch, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no, it's I'm not selling, I'm yeah. not selling Shamwell bro, but here's <laughs> the deal um, is we, we, you know, one of the things we don't want people to, you know, the, the most expensive um, vitamins in the world or nutrients or supplements in the world are ones that don't work. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So we removed the barrier to entry with saying, here, it's a 365 day guaranteed money back. No problems, no questions asked. And we honor that we have to, we, we don't have to do it very often. Thank God. Um, but it's, it's been great to see our, their, the experience and it lets you dip your toe in the water with this and experience it without having a, a, a risk. The other is, we have incredible customer support, but on top of that, we have an app that helps guide you. You tell us every day how that solution that you took that day makes you feel from, we have alien, we have four aliens. We have an, an alien test. So it's that, you know, the alien wants to jump out the window and then an alien that's super excited and, and has this flying shot ship that he wants to take off in. And so we take that feedback and we customize your next order with the data that you're collecting for us wow. next time. So we're constantly upgrading your solution. And if there's something that absolutely just no matter what doesn't work for you, we have a point system so you can exchange something that doesn't work for the thing you love the most. We have some people that literally what they do is they, this is our, this is our Xanner juice, which is our GABA centric spray that basically chills you out, but doesn't lose your edge. Um, I built, I designed it for a lady that was, um, traveling between Portland and Vancouver running medical clinics and she had road rage. She said, please make it so that when I'm stuck in traffic on the I five, I don't walk forward, pull a trucker out of his cab and beat him to death. <laughs> so, so I made something that took that edge of, you know, it, it took care of that without making her feel like she couldn't drive home. So that was it. And, and the thing is we have some clients that go, all right, I want 90% Xamner juice and then I want brain flow. Those are two things I love. Or I want mental reboot. We've got a thing that clears out your receptors every night and also sets up your receptors, your baseline receptors, so that you're higher performance in, in the day. I built it because people were starting to smoke a lot of weed because weed became legal and they were blunting the effects of nootropics. 
Right. And so I said, hold it. How can I do that? So let me use the, the brain's own natural detoxifying process. The brain shrinks every night, right? Cerebral spinal fluid flows past the capillaries and drags out all the detritus made from ATP production, right? And, and other, you know, proteins and things that are being built up in the brain. And it sucks them out through the spinal column and out the body. Well, what if you could amplify that process to get more cleansing action, more detoxification at night? So I built a solution for that. And I said, okay, now people are clear. They wake up in the morning clear and they sleep really great. And they've got some cool dream life going on as well. By the way, we have a thing called dream optimizer just for the dream life. Yeah. And right now they can set up a baseline with this thing called mental, mental reboot AM. It's a sublingual. You open it up and pour it under your tongue. It dissolves, tastes great. And what happens is it kind of raises your cognitive level of performance where your, your wakefulness is there, but it's not stimulant. It's not done with stimulants. It's done with a little bit of ATP. It's done with a little bit of cholinergic activity so that your thinking processes are clear and more straightforward. Now, anything you put on top of that are going to be amplified. They're going to be potentiated because you're no longer kind of down here fighting all of the adenosine and some of the other factors that are, that are building up. Um, and yeah, it just helps you perform better. So we built a whole kit. We got nine, well, actually we got 12 different solutions in there now, including um, a dopaminergic product called Dopa Drops that helps increase your available dopamine in your body so that if you've been stuck getting likes all day and you've used up all your dopamine reserves, um, or you were on, let's say that you were on a, a med like Adderall um, it, it allows you to, um, it allows you to essentially, it, it loads up precursors to dopamine so that your body can call the dopamine without running out because hmm. you have a limited supply every day to use. And, right. and this replace that we have a thing called gobalicious, which is a kind of a replacement for alcoholic drink for a martini. So gobalicious again, kind of like, like, you know, Xamner juice, it, it basically gives you an unlimited amount of GABA in your system, which is your parasympathetic, you know, your primary parasympathetic neurotransmitter that basically says things are chill. I don't have to get upset about that. I'm, I'm, I'm happening. It also makes you more verbal. So it gives you some verbal fluency. It's a great thing to take before getting on a podcast. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. And so, and I use it just as a, a way to chill at night instead of killing brain cells with alcohol. I, I, I enliven my brain cells with a little bit of, of uh, gobalicious. So I got a bunch of, Cool stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I, I mean that, that uh, for anyone listening right now and, and has, and has heard him go through the, the different States, right. The, regardless of what you do for work, regardless, whether you have a family or not, regardless of what your lifestyle is, just imagine enhancing the mental States that you want and avoiding the mental States that you don't with really high quality ingredients and then a money back guarantee to try it if it doesn't work for you. I mean, I, I can't, I can't imagine not doing that and not, not exploring that. And, and again, like the website is, is so informative and it breaks things down so, so well. Um, I I'm excited just hearing you talk, Mark. I mean, obviously you've, you've, you've innovated in so many different ways and, and I'm excited to ask my last question, which is a fill in the blank question. Um, <laughs> I love it. By the way, Sean, this has been a blast and I, I feel so fortunate to have discovered you when um, this weekend, when I, when I realized some of your background as I was, was mm -hmm. kind of looking up, it was like, Oh, man, this is my, 
this is my brother from another mother. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's great. So well, thank and, you and, so much. Well, thank you. And, and and I, I had high expectations because, you know, I did some digging on you too. And I thought, well, this guy's going to be rad, but I, I mean, you blew that out of the water. I mean, <laughs> you did one up me on the TM age, you know, acquisition. You did one up me, you know, I say 12, you say eight. So you got me there, but yeah, this, this has been, this has been so great. And I'm, and I'm glad, thank you for allowing us to go where we did in this conversation, because anybody could talk about products, but to talk about why products and to talk about culture and mission and purpose and performance in the way that we did, I think is, is so much more meaningful. And I know it's, it's a, it's a more interesting journey for people to listen to. Um, awesome where, where do you want to send people to, to go? And then I'll, and then I'll ask the last, the last question. So hold on a sec. Um, so Notopia.com. Um, what is this? <laughs> I got, um, and I know we've got a coupon code for, oh, that's why that's that. Hold on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got, it's so great. I've got such a, an incredible team. Um, so, uh, so here we go. So newtopia.com, um, op genius, O P P genius. And if, uh, so if you're, if your uh, listeners come there or your, your, your watchers, do you have watchers? Do you have a YouTube channel on this? I'm, I'm way behind posting the videos. I do, but it needs, needs work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So newtopia.com op genius and, um, and then go to, uh, is that right? That is right. Isn't it? Is yep. Right? Yep. I'll yep. double check then, that. Op 10, OPP 10, we'll give you a 10% discount on that. And remember, these are personalized. We don't have a bunch of stock sitting in a warehouse that we want to ship out to you. We actually make it as soon as you fill out that form and you click the whatever package you want. We got three different packages. We start designing that and developing it specifically for you. So take advantage of that. Oh, by the way, I want to show you a really cool thing. This will be launching next week, I believe. Mm -hmm. So instead of this oh, is our cool. new, that's our new kit. So you'll receive your product in a, what's called a mag pack. Awesome. Oh my God. That's classy. Yeah. And then you can pocket it and, and take it with you. Here's our dream. Here's our dream. Someday we want to have Bradley Cooper take his, his mag pack full of our stuff, right? Full of our NZT equivalent, whatever cap we're using at the time. Want to walk across stage, hand it to Keanu Reeves and Keanu goes, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. That's the perfect storm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so here's, here's the last question. It's a fill in the blank question and it's purposefully to keep catch people off guard. And, and you've done so many cool things, your, your history. It's so cool that it overlaps with Bellingham and, 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 you know, all the innovation, the companies, the mission, your experience. Uh, I'll be super interested to hear your your response to this, but you can elaborate as much or as little as you wish, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing themselves. The biggest, one of the biggest challenges I had, by the way, so so I do um, brain training with my partners and and you know, like 40 years in type, type things. Um, and we do that on a, you know, try to do it twice a year. And one of the things that came out of that, when, when my, when I first started doing bio, you know, neurofeedback, biofeedback training, 
is Matt Gallant talked me into it. He said, hey, dude, this will be an upgrade to your cognitive performance. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in, right? I'm in. Cognitive performance, I'm in. And then the second day um, into this, and we're, you know, we're optimizing theta, delta, gamma, beta, alpha wave, right? We're doing all of this cool technology, flying spaceships around with your brain. Yeah. And and he goes, he goes, hey, um, uh, you know, I've I've booked uh, some time with uh, with an EFT practitioner. Uh, her name is Jondi. She's a badass rock star um, out of the East Coast, and uh, um, I'd let you know if you want you can you can spend an hour with her we've already reserved it for you uh no problem i go what do you mean what do you mean she goes he goes oh, that's eft you know it's really good kind of spiritual healing and getting out of you know maybe yep yep and meeting your um maybe meeting one of your early versions of yourself and maybe building a dialogue with them and i get in this call and and you know eft and and um she goes hey when was the first traumatic event that you can recall in your life and I remember distinctly, I was a, I was a little boy. I was rummaging around in my mother's cupboards while she was on the phone with a girlfriend and I'm one of six kids. So my mom getting any time to herself is, you know, <laughs> rare. And, you know, that's back when you had the coil cord phone and, yeah. you know, the coil, it's a 20 foot phone so you can get away from things. Right. <laughs> and, and, um, and I'm, I'm sure I'm making a lot of noise or something. And she yells at me, she goes, she goes, Marcus Allen. Get out of that. And then she gets right back on the phone. Oh, Lisa, you know what I love about it? And I said, and I could not, it was a cognitive dissonance. Ah. How did my loving mother, who was very kind of this person, just yell and, you know, yell my brains out. And, and I can't, I couldn't resolve it for years. I woke up in cold sweats about that event. Hmm. And I had an opportunity then with the, with the help of this practitioner is we went back and we met, you know, we did some timeline therapy on that. Right. We met, little Mark, when he was a little kid, mm -hmm. we, we, we saw the situation. We got a full view of it. We deconstructed it. We built friends with them and we diffused the situation over time. It completely eliminated the trauma that I had felt that I'd been burying for years wow. that I thought I was over, but you know, it was really just carrying baggage with me. Sure. And, and I wept like a little kid would weep. And I felt this cathartic release of the pain and the, and the, you know, the, the thing and the forgiveness came flowing in. And I was so excited at the end of this going, holy shit, man, like this is just one little version of myself. And if there's so many more events in my life that I've never, you know, that I buried or that I hid or that I was embarrassed about, or I was afraid of, or, and, and, you know, systematically have been working on, on defragging those and getting rid of the pain and getting rid of the remorse or the, or the, you know, the fear and what a powerful thing until that happened until that moment. And I, th I thought I knew myself pretty well mm. is I discovered this really interesting, loving, kind, caring, intelligent, fun, enthusiastic, passionate, evangelistic person with a whole lot less restriction mm. and a whole lot more possibility was just waiting there on the other side of that cathartic event. And I think if people knew how great they really were, how great they are, how much they're loved, how much love they have to give, I think the world would change in a moment. It would be, you know, war would be why, why war, why hate, why dissension, mm. right? Why yeah. no trust? Why all those things? 
So I think, I think that's, to me, that's, that's a big one, at least for me, it, it makes sense. And, and my experience has been that, that learning myself, I don't mean that by the way, I don't mean that like in an egoistic way. I mean it just the opposite in, in, in knowing yourself, you're no longer propping up your social veneer is what I like to call it. You're no longer propping up your social veneer to try to, to be likable or to be liked. You're, you're, you're authentic, you're exposed, you're raw. Yeah. Um, and it's okay. And you're cool with it mm -hmm. because you're, you, you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're the love for yourself. There's, can I, can I share a, a thing that happened to me years yeah. ago Yeah. in, in alignment with this, Sean, this is really big for me. Again, I, I mentioned I was a Jesus freak at, at a, a point in my life when I was young. And I mean that with love. I don't mean that in like Jesus yeah. freak weirdo. I mean, like I was, a, you know, I was a badass going to change the world. It. And that's it, man. You're like I do anything. <laughs> and I was reading, I was, I was, um, uh, noodling on my guitar. I was going to lead worship at a little, um, a, a meeting that day. And I'm, so I'm noodling on my guitar and I'm, I've got the, the, there's a, a bunch of different versions of the American Bible. There's the new American standard. There's a, the new international version. There's an old hippie Bible from the seventies. There's um, the, the King James and the, the old King James 1611. And there's new King James. And then there's a concordance, which is basically, it tells you in the, in the language of the day. So Greek, Aramaic, Latin, right. Uh -huh. Um, what was going on at that period in time on that scripture, you know, and, and at that moment, I believe, you know, at that time in my life, I believe that these, that this particular book was kind of the be all end all of books. I, I feel differently today. I still think it had some major positive impact on me, but regardless, I'm reading this one scripture and it said, love your, love your Lord with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And in that you fulfill all the laws and the prophets, meaning that all of the kind of laws, the Judaic laws that were hanging out there, that you were so strict that you had to follow, all of that was fulfilled in in loving your your deity, your your spirit, your right, your your God, and loving your neighbor. And uh, um, as you love yourself, this was a key. I'm going, mm -hmm. and I'm just I'm noodling on my guitar. I'm kind of in a meditative state, and I go, you know what? I don't love myself. All I see is my faults. All I see is my weaknesses. All I see is the girlfriend that left me when I was 16. All I see, you know what I mean? All this series of things. I was, yeah. you know, I was 20, 21, 22 years old. And all I saw was all that. And so I, I, I went to church that day. The big epiphany was, was in reverse, love yourself so you can love your neighbor. And in that you're loving God, you're kind of loving the thing you're loving the universe by loving you know, yourself and the people outside of it. And without loving yourself, there's no model for you to love the next right. stage. You can't, right. Right. You know, you can't go right. up that, that ladder without that thing. And I brought it to church and I said, you know, that I, I, I let's worship. And the pastor says, does anybody have anything to share? And I said, yeah, yeah. I had this great epiphany last night. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm studying the word the in this scripture to figure out what this connector word means in Aramaic, Greek, Hebrew, and Latin. And you know what? I'm masturbating on the word. That was the term I used. I'm <laughs> masturbating on the word. And yet I don't love myself. I, I use that scripture. I said, I don't love myself. How am I supposed to love my neighbor? How am I supposed to even get close to quote the love of God? 
And it was this huge epiphany. And I was that I could see the pastor's wife looking at me with just devil eyes, man. She was like, <laughs> this is not good. There's no dogma in what he said. There's uh-huh. no, right. There's no, <laughs> you can't. And, and it was, just, but it was such a powerful thing. And ever since that moment, I've been trying to learn how to love myself freely and accept my quote unquote weaknesses or, mm. or barriers and be at a, be at a point where I'm, I'm totally cool with it so that I can just focus on the stuff that I'm badass at and I can get better at stuff that I might suck at, that I want to, that I'm interested in, in improving, not having to get good at something because I, I suck and, and because I'm, I'm bad, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm broken. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I think that was my, you know, that was kind of the epiphany. And then here we come forward to, you know, just a couple of years ago where John D goes, Hey dude, you're good. Um, in fact, let's go meet some of your earlier selves and let's go build a relationship with them and let's go defrag yeah. that hard drive and get rid of that trauma and that shit that you're carrying around. And if you want, not I'm not forcing you to do this, if you want. And what a you know, what a profound difference. Yeah. When you start loving yourself in a real, authentic, honest, not ego-based way, the amount of flow that you get to other people and the amount of love you're honest that you're receiving, the 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 brightness of the smiles you'll receive is you're crossing the street and seeing mm-hmm. somebody or in the grocery store will be amplified and your desire to reach out and just love people with whatever instrument you have accelerates and it increases tenfold and it becomes such a worthwhile life you get to live. So that's what I would say. Thank you so <laughs> much for sharing that. Thank you for, for, for driving that home with that story and that knowledge that I think everybody can identify with that that feeling of of not knowing how to love yourself just as you are not your idealized version of yourself but all of your bumps and bruises and all your mistakes i think that's really really important i think i think everybody needs to hear that now more than ever i think we're all kind of wringing our hands and feeling a little bit a little uncomfortable in our own skin so thank you for that and i a I really appreciate that perspective. Um, this has been such a great conversation. I've enjoyed this thoroughly. I mean, uh, to have a day like to have a to have an interview like this on a Monday uh, is starting the week <laughs> out like banger. So, Mark, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. I uh, great. I love you, man. Can't wait to spend time. Let's do it, yeah. Sean. Thank you, brother. <laughs>